This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Susie Ahn, in for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, a daily dose of what's happening in Chicago and beyond. With three weeks to go till the midterms, President Biden is keeping abortion access in the spotlight. President Biden is expected to announce that should Democrats keep their control in Congress, he will make a nationwide abortion rights bill top priority. It's an issue that Illinoisans feel strongly about, with the majority of voters in the state in favor of abortion remaining legal. That's according to a new poll from WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times. Here to talk about the findings and what's on voters' minds is WBEZ government and politics reporter Kristen Schorsch. Kristen, the WBEZ Sun-Times poll tackled a lot of issues, but let's start with what voters had to say about abortion. What did you learn? Yeah, so there were more than a dozen questions that um, respondents were asked around the state. Two big ones about abortion. One was asking people to pick from a variety of issues, crime, jobs, the economy, education, and abortion as what is most important to them. Out of that group, 11% of respondents said abortion was the most important issue to them. And then the other big question around abortion was asking Essentially, um, do you think abortion should be legal in all cases, in most cases, not at all? Combined, um, over, just over half of people, have respondents, said it should be legal, and just over a third said it should be illegal. And the, the, there was a very small percentage, 10% should, said that abortion should be illegal in all cases. Hmm, interesting. So what did you learn from who was most likely to support or not support keeping abortion legal? Yeah. So, I mean, Illinois being a very blue state, um, those who supported abortion remaining legal overwhelmingly voted for Joe Biden for president in 2020. They tended to be women and they tended to skew younger. Those who wanted abortion to be illegal tended to live in the collar counties outside of Chicago and downstate and tended to be less educated than people who support abortion rights. So let's zoom out from the poll a little bit and just talk a little bit about uh, the the landscape of abortion. Uh, Illinois, of of course, is sort of an island state um, of uh, legal abortion. What are we seeing right now in the state? Yeah, Illinois has long been a haven for people seeking abortions. You know, we're especially in the Midwest. And then when Roe v. Wade overturned in June, we saw a lot of states around us and in the South start to ban abortion um, in a variety of different restrictions. But what's happening is a lot of those people now are coming to Illinois and coming to clinics here. And so that is making wait times longer for people. So they're having to wait longer to get an abortion. Um, some people are, say they live in the southern, or say they're coming from the southern part of the state, they might go up to the northern border near Wisconsin because they can get an earlier appointment time. But providers are are trying to to meet the demand. They're looking for staff. They're they're talking to people in other states to come work at these clinics to build capacity. 
So essentially, Illinois has become even more significant in terms of a place, a destination to come. Um, I was looking up some stats at the Guttmacher Institute this morning. Mm -hmm. They track abortion policy. They have said that since Roe fell, 66 clinics have closed across 15 states. So that gives you a sense of where people might be coming from. Yeah, for sure. Well, reproductive rights aren't just important, but to some voters, it's the sole issue factoring into their voting. Um, Here's 57-year-old Angela Lee from South Suburban Madison. I looked at them all, and the only thing that really hit me in my heart was the abortion issue because it is personal. And and you mentioned that um, 11% of um, poll respondents uh, talked about this being a top issue for them. Uh, what, what what else were you hearing from folks like Angela? Yeah, well, for Angela, you know, I asked her why abortion was the most important issue to her when you get this big list, right? And, of course, we just heard that she says it's deeply personal. She suffered a miscarriage mm-hmm. um, that required a procedure that's also used in abortion, um, to make sure that she didn't hemorrhage. So she questions, oh. if this wasn't available to me, what could have happened? Um, she questions what's happening to pregnant people in other states that perhaps are no longer receiving this procedure, right? Um, she also talked about, you know, the lack of what she thinks is support for people while they're pregnant and then after. Like, what happens with families who are um keeping those babies, right? right? And then she also talked about just family members that she has, a, a cousin in particular who works for child welfare services and is has gone in the middle of the night to rescue children from from their parents. So she talked a lot about just issues of support, but also, like I mentioned, that this is deeply personal to her because she suffered that miscarriage and had to have that procedure. Yeah. So as, as you mentioned, 52 percent of likely voters feel abortion should remain legal in most or all cases, while 36 percent supported making abortion illegal. Um, did folks give any insight into their reasoning one way or the other? Yeah, well, a lot of people who I talked to who support abortion rights talked about, you know, in Illinois especially, um, having this having this right and the, you know, worrying about being that being taken away from them, um, how much abortion is a personal issue. Um, some people said that they knew of friends in high school before Roe was law, more than, you know, 50 years ago, who would leave the state to go get an abortion and described how dangerous that could have been. Um, People who don't support abortion talked about, you know, what about the father's right, for example? Um, You know, one person I talked to was asking out loud, you know, should the pregnant person have thought more about this, getting pregnant, and the consequences of that, right? So there were a lot of different opinions and different perspectives depending on you know, what what the respondents chose as their answers. Yeah. Um, what what are voters looking for from their candidates on this issue? Did they talk about that? Well, I mean, if you, you know, you think about Illinois being such a blue state, people hope that if Governor Pritzker is reelected, I mean, he is a very pro-choice governor. You know, he signed the Reproductive Health Act into law in 2019, which codifies abortion. So foreshadowing if Roe v. Wade was overturned, that Illinois wouldn't have a trigger ban, mm-hmm. essentially overturning Roe immediately, like in other states that we're seeing around the country. Um, but, you know, people who are against abortion hope that, for example, like the Illinois states, uh, the Illinois Supreme Court is a big race that people are right. watching that our colleague Dave McKinney has written extensively about because there are two open seats and it's been controlled by Democrats. And this is the first time in more than 50 years that Republicans could get control. And there is a case right now sitting in um, court that could be 
used to overturn abortion rights in Illinois. So that is, for example, you know, a a place on the ballot that people who are anti-abortion are excited about because they see that as an opportunity to flip the court and to flip abortion rights in Illinois. So, Kristen, um, abortion is a major issue nationwide since the fall of of Roe. But uh, as you mentioned, of course, Illinois is a pretty blue state um, and abortion is illegal here. Um, is there really much at stake on this issue, this election? Um, maybe so, not so much the um, for governor, uh, for governor, but as you mentioned, maybe more towards the Supreme Court. Right. I think people are focusing on the Supreme Court um, because it it does have a lot of power in terms of if cases get to the Supreme Court level, and abortion rights could be overturned. Um, now, you know, like Dave's story pointed out. I believe that the Illinois Supreme Court um, race is at the bottom of the ballot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's concern that people might not know that race even exists, um, that people know they can vote for it. You know, there's a lot of campaign ads right now. There's a lot of talk about the Illinois Supreme Court race in particular. Um, Personal PAC, which is a big abortion rights group, fundraising group, they've raised more than a million dollars since Roe fell in June. They are specifically talking about this issue because they're worried that there's a lot at stake here that people might not understand. Yeah. And and so you spoke with Terry Cosgrove, uh, of, um, the CEO of Personal PAC. Um, what did Terry have to say about what, what they're seeing this election season while canvassing? Yeah. I mean, he said that, that you know, he's been canvassing for about 50 years and um, that he has never seen interest like this. Mm. You know, just that people are excited. They're galvanized, um, you know, while he's going door to door. And but he still is concerned. He said he, you know, the that state supreme court race in particular is not a slam dunk because if people don't know about it, if they don't vote all the way down the ballot, that that could be a lost opportunity to keep abortion rights legal here. Yeah, and and so you also talked to an anti-abortion group, uh, Illinois Right to Life. What did both groups have to say about how they're strategizing right now? Yeah, well, so it's interesting. Um, so, I mean, Personal PAC is doing a lot of door-to-door. Um, you know, a lot of political campaigns have a lot of digital ads, for example, in general right now. Um, there are events, there are luncheons, fundraisers. Um, I will say both groups pointed this out. When it comes to um, people who are anti-abortion rights, um, they tend to vote Republican. And that group has essentially hit a ceiling, so to speak. Mm. So, You know, when I was asking a lot of different anti-abortion rights groups and other experts about this issue, they were mentioning that very thing, that there's there's not a lot of room to grow there in terms of getting people to vote against abortion, because those people are typically already registered to vote. Um, Personal PAC sees, you know, this opportunity to be able to make sure that people who are on the fence, um, potentially swaying people to who have voted Republican in the past to to think about abortion as a key right that they could potentially Mm -hmm. lose. So they're hoping to gain some steam there as well. It just makes sure that people who support abortion rights and are registered to vote get out to vote. Um, But I thought that was really interesting. You know, we I just want to point out, we did try and and get voter registration data to really analyze those trends. Our colleague Amy Quinn foyed that from the State Board of Elections. Um, and the state would not release that data without waiving a $500 fee. (laughs) So we would love to have seen how much abortion specifically, like, did we see any upticks in voter registration mm-hmm. after the Dobbs leak or after Roe v. Wade was overturned? Um, but unfortunately, we we couldn't get that data. So maybe later we will be able to see whether re- reproductive rights inspired people to 
come out to the polls. We then. hope so. <laughs> we hope so. Um, well, Kristen, misinformation has been a big concern in recent years, in, including this season. Are you seeing misinformation spreading in advertisements or other messaging around the election? Hmm, that's a... Uh, y- yeah, yes and no. I mean, I think when you see um, political ads, you know, both sides of the aisle, I mean, they're 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 using clips that they want to inspire people to vote a certain way. Right. Um, I, I do see, I would say, more misinformation on the anti-abortion side than I do on the uh, pro-abortion side. OK. And, and uh, Kristen, how can people find out more information about where the candidates stand on the issue of, of abortion as, as well as uh, get registered to vote? Well, everyone can go to our website, WBEZ.org. We've got a ton of election stories. We've got um, all this information. You know, one of our colleagues did a whole story on how people can register to vote. Early voting is happening now. You can vote by mail. You can vote in person. All of that's on our site. All right. That's Kristen Schorsch, WBEZ government and politics reporter. Thanks for talking with us. Sure. Thanks for having me. This episode of Reset was produced by Jaima Medici and was edited by Ethan Schwab. Enjoying what you hear? Then why don't you subscribe to our podcast? We publish every day and cover everything from politics to arts and culture. That's it for Reset. I'm Susie Ann, in for Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.